Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City, Cruise, USA, Worldwide and Camping Holidays, talking to a clickier industry expert and giving you some top travel tips. In this episode we'll be talking to Bettina from our product team and Sharon from our holiday support team about Lapland. I, I can't tell you how amazing this place is. I, I would almost need to have the kids here to explain it to you. The excitement, the awe, the wonder, the anticipation of seeing Santa Claus in his hometown. You're transported back to your childhood and your inner child truly believes in everything Christmas and magical. Getting to know our head of sales, Orla, and giving you some top tips on how to get the best holiday deal. To start off, our resort report this week is the ever-magical Lapland. Lapland is somewhere that I've always wanted to go. It's been on my bucket list since before I knew what a bucket list is. And I feel like I know it from talking to Bettina over the past few weeks. Located in northern Finland, Lapland is associated with one person, a man with a belly like a bowl full of jelly, Santa Claus. The capital of Lapland is, and I hope I get the pronunciation somewhat right, Rovaniemi, <laughs> and is the official hometown of Santa Claus. In 2017, just over 375,000 people visited Lapland during the winter season, but only 2,635 were from Ireland. The reason we're talking about it today is because it's a completely new destination for us. It's a holiday that's often out of reach for so many families and is a holiday that we're hoping to change the current perceptions of. So we're really excited to bring it to Irish holidaymakers. To talk about it, we have Bettina and Sharon. Bettina has been working in travel for 20 years and has been with Click and Go since the very beginning eight years ago. She's the head of our product team and they find the best destinations, flights and hotels for our customers in a very short summary of it. She's visited Lapland as part of a fam or familiarisation trip in April and has been busy working on picking the right hotels, organising flights and training everyone in Click and Go on Lapland. Sharon has been working in travel for 24 years and with Click and Go for the past two years. She's the manager of our holiday support team. Our holiday support team are there 362 days a year to well support our customers once they book their holiday, when they're on their holiday and when they return home from holidays. They sort out millions of little issues and lots of big issues as well. She was the first clicky to win our Think Customer Awards, an internal award where every month we vote for someone who had a positive impact on our customer's experience. When I asked her for some information for this introduction, she claimed to be one of the most valued members of our team, one of the best, um, one of the best workers in Click and Go history and a leading light in travel. So the Think Customer Award has definitely kept her humble since January. (laughs) In terms of Lapland, Sharon was there on her own holidays with her family a few moons ago. So, ladies, Lapland, what did you think of it when you were there? Although you're both there in two very different times, Sharon in snowy season and Bettina in slightly less snowy April. I have to say Lapland was amazing to go with children. It's just a dream holiday. It is one of those things that, as you say, has been out of the reach financially for lots of people for so long. And I'm so thrilled to see Click and Go are doing it now where it will be financially viable to take the kids and to go for a couple of days and enjoy the magic of Lapland. 
Yeah, because you went there for just the I just went one on a, day yeah, intensive I went on a trip. day trip um, out very early in the morning and back in the evening. And even in that one day, I, I can't tell you how amazing this place is. I, I would almost need to have the kids here to explain it to you. The excitement, the awe, the wonder, the anticipation of seeing Santa Claus in his hometown. You're transported back to your childhood and your inner child truly believes in everything Christmas and magical. Even Bettina was very sceptical when she went to meet Mr. Claus. I was, but I was at the end very, very nervous, actually. (laughs) I'm very excited. Um, I was very lucky to go and experience Lapland in April. um, And I was really amazed by the country and uh, especially around Santa Claus Village. I didn't imagine it would be as magical as it was. And meeting Santa Claus was an experience. <laughs> yeah, you looked very happy in your photo with them. Arms waving, delighted with life. Um, so in your trip to Lapland, what did you get to see? Um, in terms of going to Lapland and around, it's uh, we went to Santa's hometown. Mm-hmm. which is, as you said in the beginning, it's uh, called uh, Rovaniemi, which is the official Santa home of Santa Claus. And uh, we went to see Rovaniemi itself, where most of the accommodation is, most of the hotels are there. And then in um, in the town itself, just about literally a 10 minute drive from uh, the city centre is Santa Claus village. So we got to experience the village um, and obviously meet Santa there as well. Um, as I said, it's the hometown, so Santa Claus is there every day of the year, welcoming uh, uh, families and adults alike. And uh, yeah, it was very, it was uh, magical in the sense that it is, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see a country that is, uh, from a nature point of view, so beautiful and snow covered and, you know, so... Yeah, it was a great experience. And both of you, I assume, got to do some of the like reindeers, husky rides, all that when you were there. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did <coughs> the the obvious things like the husky rides, <coughs> which, again, they're very magical. If you can imagine um, this place that only has daylight for four, four and a half hours in a day. So in the afternoon, it's dusk. And the place is covered in snow and you're on the huskies and you're riding through these woods that are lit by candles on your way to see the most magical person in the world. That by the time you've gone through this husky ride, you know, you are transported yourself into this place of anticipation Mm. in order to see Santi. I mean, you can do there's the husky rides, meet the reindeers, there's tobogganing, the sleigh rides. There are so many things there to do, things that you wouldn't have the opportunity to do here. Um, And I think uh, Bettina has lots of information on the Santa village and all the things that you can do in there as well. Yeah, because the Santa's village is completely free. Yes. And to meet Santa and have your 
exactly. private meeting and chit chat with them. It's completely free. Exactly. I think a, a lot of people here think when they think about going to visit Santa in Lapland that uh, it comes at a certain cost that it's quite expensive. But you don't actually realise that you can do this on a budget. And that's what we're trying to do in, in Click and Go. Um, that the Santa village itself, uh, which not only has uh, the Santa house where Santa is and you can meet, have a private meeting with him free of charge, that the actual village itself, the entry is free. You can uh, officially cross the Arctic Circle. Um, you can go into Santa's uh, post office, the official post office, where Santa receives the letters from all over the world. And uh, the elves will be there at hand to help you write a letter to Santa or give you information about all the, the letters that Santa receives. And that's all free of charge. You don't pay uh, for, for entry. Um, and then the same with there's a Christmas house where you can visit a Christmas exhibition in Santa Village. It's free of charge. It's only if you're looking to go and see the Husky farm or mm. the reindeer farm um, that you pay an entry fee. But the experience itself to, to visit Santa and the elves and get that kind of Christmas feeling. spirit and mm. feeling is, is actually it's free of charge. And uh, I think people aren't aware of that, that you can travel to Lapland and get that experience actually on quite on a budget. And even when you were going through the excursions with us in training, they're not that expensive for what you'd imagine yeah. in Lapland. There, yeah. you could easily have three or four excursions yeah. for under a couple of hundred euros. Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, again a misconception about you know that Scandinavia is so expensive, but one, once you get there and you want to have. Uh, what I would consider a real excursion experience, and that is to go on, for example, they offer family snow safaris where it's not you you hop on a snowmobile for 10 minutes. No, they take you out into the nature. Um, and as we know, Lapland is full or Finland is full of frozen lakes and forests. They take you out there into the nature for like three hours uh, and it costs about 130 euro per person. But uh, a snack is included. And as I said, it's a three hour adventure. You can ride your own snowmobile. Um, so it's quite exciting. They're real experiences. The same with the huskies. You can not just be on a husky farm, but go out for a long ride on huskies. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's not that expensive that what people think. It yeah, is. I was reading about one of the reindeer safaris where they pick you up in your hotel and they bring you a bit further north and then you have a 30 minute reindeer sleigh ride and they, that goes to an area where you'd see the northern lights and there's food included and like a, a little ceremony and something as well and it looks just uh, the word for Lapland yeah. magical everything to it do Lapland is, just yeah. looks magical and I think that's the, the beauty of well if you can go there for a couple of days not go if you do maybe just one night or a day trip you maybe don't have to the time to experience this, whereas you if you go for two or three nights, you can actually have the time to visit Santa Village and then do one of the excursions on another day to do something different. Mm, and even in Lapland at the time of the year you'd be going, it's so cold. There's even stuff to do inside, like there's uh, Santa's 
Santa, Santa Park. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. It. Yeah, that's another uh, a popular place to visit is Santa Park. Again, it's um, it's kind of when you come from Roma, Amy, the town centre, or uh, and you make your way to Santa Claus Village. On the way there is Santa Park, so we are talking again less than ten minutes. And again, there's a local bus and the Santa Express that brings you there. Um, and the Santa Park there, you have an entry fee. It's a grotto built into the mountain. And there you have uh, different experiences. You can do uh, gingerbread baking. Um, they have uh, an, it's like an indoor theme park. Mm, they have an elf school as well. And you yes. get like a diploma in exactly. being an elf, yeah. I assume. Um, and Sharon, so when you went, what did you do in the what 12 hours you were there? In the so? 12 hours, yeah. Well, I have to say it, it's one of those magical things taking somebody to or kids to Lapland. Mm. It's all down to that morning when they wake up to tell them that there is a surprise. Some people will do it as a surprise for the day. Others would say, you know, tell in advance and get the anticipation, bringing children to the airport. And then they see on the departure they're going to Lapland or the North Pole and arriving, the excitement of arriving there. Um, when we went, we went early in the morning. We spent, we got over there again. It was just bright when we were there, but it was coming into afternoon time where the sun had gone down and it was, you know, sort of dusky, dus- dusky at that stage. We did um, husky rides. We went to see the f- man himself where... Again, if you know you walk it to into Santa Claus's house and you're met by the elves and the elves will talk to the kids and they'll talk to the parents because suddenly you're transported back to being 10 years old mm. and they will tell them about their lives and how they live. They will um, bring them into bring us all in to see Santa Claus. And then being in that room is just memorizing. Santa will speak to the kids. He will spend time with them. They can tell them you know, what they would like for Christmas. And um, they he when we went, my children, they were giving, <clears throat> given little reindeer bells Cute. and food for Rudolph, which now every year, my oldest daughter is 16, and every year this food has to come out. The little bells that they were, that we were given at the time really do remind my kids of Christmas, even at Christmas time if we're in a coffee shop and a bell goes or somewhere around. My 16 year old will say that's the reindeers. Christmas is really here. I mean, it's something you can never imagine or it's a a gift to give kids Mm. that is just unimaginable. And you're saying on the way over here that even to this day, your kids still absolutely just enthuse about Lapland and the experience even though they have no idea how long they were there for or They have no anything. concept of the time we were there you know how long we were there for but if if it's asked now they will proudly say that they were in Lapland they met the real Santi they believe in the magic of Christmas being there um, and it is <clears throat> something that they talk about you know all the time Absolutely magical <laughs> and with Click and Go we've brought a new Lapland product to the market that will hopefully make it more accessible for more families. So do you want to bring us through that? Yeah, that's kind of what we're trying to to say to people is there is um, a chance for every family to to experience what Sharon has experienced, but on a budget. So what we've done is we've partnered up with um, Finnair and Norwegian Shuttle 
to offer flights from Dublin via Helsinki uh, to Rovaniemi, which again, as I said, is the, the hometown of Santa Claus. Um, so there is a stopover in Helsinki and very easy to navigate uh, to, get, to get to the next gate um, to take your flight to Rovaniemi. Um, and then once you arrive in Rovaniemi, very small airport and they're very organized because there's a lot of other clients from other countries doing exactly the same. They don't necessarily come in on a charter flight. So there is um, an airport bus waiting for the arrivals for Finnair and Norwegian and they bring you to your hotel from the airport, 10 minute drive and it's seven euro and you just pay the driver uh, when you get on the bus. Very simple. You get to the hotel. Uh, the accommodation in our packages is included. They're all three and four star hotels on bed and breakfast spaces. And then from, um, as I said, when you are ready to go to Santa Claus Village, there is uh, the local bus or the Santa Express 10 minutes up the road to Santa Village. And then you can spend your time as you wish in Santa Claus Village. And again, Seeing Santa, you don't have to pre-book. You just go there and um, you visit him. It's free of charge. He's there every day of the year. And what we are trying to say to people is the best experience you can get is um, is between traveling between November and March, because obviously that's when you have the snow mm. and it's all a bit more magical. And if you go outside of the main cr kind of Christmas season or leading up to Christmas, it's a you're saving a, a lot more money and you also maybe don't have to queue as long to see Santa Claus. So it could be as myself and Sharon were talking about it earlier, mm. uh, Sharon, <coughs> you were saying about as a Christmas present. Yes. I think it would be a fantastic idea to on Christmas morning. The kids have had uh, their Christmas presents and then they receive a letter from Santa Claus mm. inviting them to come over and see him in his hometown. And the following week or two weeks later, you take the kids off and go and visit the real Santa. And you can thank him personally for bringing all those wonderful presents. And I just think that would make Christmas morning even more magical. Oh, definitely. To, to have a trip to see Santa like, Claus. Even if I got that now yeah. at age yeah. 26, <laughs> I'd be delighted. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Think of the kids when they go into school yeah. to say it's Christmas isn't over. Santi invited me to see. Yeah. Come see him. Yeah. And feel like little VIPs. Exactly. And if, as I said, if you go November or January, February, you will still have the same experience because you have the snow there. There's the Christmas lights there because it is the hometown of Santa Claus and he's there year round. There will be that Christmassy feel mm -hmm. year round and uh, that's uh, why what we are going to offer is to say to people this is maybe the best time to go um, and we can offer you flights and accommodation um, in very good hotels on bed and breakfast spaces and when we look at prices you're talking about for three nights if you want for example to go for the, op the official opening of the Christmas season which is done by Santa every year um, this year will be on the 17th of November where there will be concerts in Santa Village um, and he will officially open up the Christmas season. Uh, that's on the 17th of November. If you want to be there for that, you could go there for three nights on a Friday, come back on Monday with flights, accommodation on bed and breakfast spaces for a family of two plus one. Uh, it comes in at just over 1200 euro. Oh, wow. And that's not per person. That's for the whole family. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. 
And again, the advantage as well is with, with Finnair and Norwegian, you have your check-in bag included because most people are wondering about what to bring a clothes-wise. So you can bring, you can pack your thermals and your overalls. You can bring that along because the check-in luggage is included. And uh, and obviously, if you book any of the excursions, just to point that out, if you book a snowmobile safari, for example, they provide you with with all the gear that you need. For and it. you can even go to the excursion place and just rent it out yeah. for the day if you exactly. don't have enough space to squeeze it all in. Yeah. And there is loads of them around that you can uh, even reception, the hotel reception can help you that you can rent it for a day or for the duration of your stay. If you if you feel you wanted to have an overall for, for the for the duration of your. The other thing holiday. to do is uh, we've all got friends who go skiing. And when we went with my kids, <clears throat> we borrowed ski things from yeah. them. And when you have that ch- free check in luggage, you can pack it up and bring it with you. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, the yeah. other very important thing is that Aldi and Lidl are constantly doing sales. Oh, they're on fantastic for thermals. All the ski things. If as a mom, I would say, you know, you need your warm, you need layers of clothes, you need your warm hat, um, gloves, thick gloves. Yeah, make sure not wool gloves, not fashion gloves. <laughs> no. Um, go mad. Get the kids really colourful hats. Mm. They'll stand out and look amazing there. Um, and as bring boots as well, good proper boots. And again, all these things are available in Little and Aldi. Yeah, yeah and I think yeah. even pennies do thermal stuff around winter a bit more. They probably do, yeah. Um, and as well, if people wanted, could they book excursions with us as well, or can they just book the holiday? No, they they have the option to book excursions with us. We have a local partner in um, in Lapland that we work with, so um, we can book any of the excursions. Uh, our sales team are happy to book any of the excursions for for any of the clients if they want to pre-book it and i would suggest it during uh, busy periods because some of these uh, excursions are obviously very popular especially if you are looking to go northern lights hunting for example is very popular or the snowmobile safaris to maybe pre-book them and that way at least you'd have very minimal cost once you actually get over there everything's paid pretty much exactly but as i said uh, you know, we're very excited to launch this product and um, it's at a very, everybody in the office was actually astonished by the prices that we're all going. We're all going, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hands down, going <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah. Getting my thermals out and packed ASAP. Yeah. And again, it's for, um, we have offers there for families, two plus one, two plus two, two plus three, and also single parents who, who just want to bring their child. We have options there from starting from 800 euros for the two of them to go. For the full package? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. For three nights again. But again, you could do two nights, four nights, as long as you want. We can. It's very affordable for three nights yeah. to go with two kids. And still be able to afford to do the excursions and choose what you want to do. And over three days, you could spend a whole day with Santa Claus and in Santa Village. You could even see Santa Claus twice if you wanted. You could because it's free. This is it. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, that's great, ladies. I think you've uh, really showed the magic of Lapland there. And I know I'm absolutely dying to go. Can't wait until my nieces are a few years older so I can hop on their visit. (laughs) Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. In our first interview, we had the face of our company, our CEO, Paul. But now we're going to chat to some of the clickies behind the scenes. This week, we're interviewing our head of sales, Orla, who has been in Click and Go and in the travel industry for just over two years. 
Welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast, Orla. Thanks How are you for today? having me. So like our interview with Paul, a nice easy question to start with. What's your favourite destination? I have to admit I'm a bit obsessed with Italy at the moment. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. You're just back from Sorrento, just yeah? Just back from Sorrento. And over the last 12 months, I've got a chance to go to Italy. And it was the first time I'd actually been there. So last year, um, we stopped off whilst on a cruise mm. in Genoa which was made for me with the shops. So <laughs> the likes of Sephora for makeup, Sicily. Um, I was I was in heaven. And Naples was another stop um, whilst on the cruise as well. And that was a bucket list with Pompeii. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I decided to go back this year again to do some more exploring mm. of the Amalfi Coast and, and around that whole area. And I have to say, I'm... I'm absolutely in love with the place. It would be impossible to not fall in love with it when you go to the Amalfi Coast. It's it just really so is. stunning. It really is. So this year we spent some time in Sorrento. Mm. And again, lovely um, village, I suppose, kind of feel to it. Lots of backway alleys. You could spend hours trawling around. Um, lovely little trinket shops. Mm. They're obsessed with lemon. Oh, my God. The size of the lemons are like pretty much the size of my head there. It's yeah. mad. I, I couldn't believe it. Mm. Um, we spent a day then in Positano, which is, again, beautiful, set in the hills. Everything is in the hills. Mm. So I warn you, lots and lots and lots of walking up steep, steep hills. Yeah. But it's well worth it you for need the your views. comfy issues yeah. in Italy. Absolutely. And I suppose we should get to know you in your role a bit more. So you're the head of sales. So what exactly does that involve? And tell us a bit about your team. It's quite a quite a varied role. Um, primarily, I am responsible for a team of fourteen um, experienced sales staff. Well, there's a mixture of experience, and I suppose I'll get to that as well. I know I'm a bit biased, but I of have course. <laughs> I have to say that if you have any questions or queries at all, these are the guys that you need to be speaking to. Um, we work in a call centre environment, so we're there 362 days a year, open nine till seven. So one of the main challenges for me with the team of, of 14 people is getting the scheduling right, making sure we have enough people there to answer customers when, when they're coming in. So kind of that's once we've got that going, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a major part, you know, worry off my mind for, for every day. Um, the team is made up of different skills, so there will be people who specialise in sun or city holidays and then other parts of the team who will specialise in cruise or worldwide mm. or tailor making individual holidays for people. So depending on, on where we're, we're seeing lots of customer inquiries, we'll, we'll decide who does what on, on each day. Um, I spend a lot of time listening to calls as well. That's twofold. Um, I'm really, really interested in what our customers are saying. Mm. So it's a great way for me to get first-hand customer feedback, um, which I can then pass on to the likes of Paul, who has, is our CEO, or our commercial director, Peter, to see, okay, well, this is maybe what's going on in, in customers' heads, what they need, what they want. Um, I work closely with the marketing team. Uh, to see what will work in print advertising and and making sure it's fed back to the sales team mm. as well. So they're up to date on all the offers. You always know when a good offer goes out because the volume in the office increased 
a hundredfold. <laughs> exactly. And and the team love it, the customers love it. So it's a win-win for mm. us, really. And we just love sharing the little gems that we find. Mm. <laughs> so if a customer calls and they're, you know, kind of flexible with dates or where they would like to go as well the team will have that those offers all at hand mm. and be able to to point people in the right direction you know the likes of Paul and our marketing team spend a lot of time and product finding these offers and and these great value um prices so we just want to pass them on and, give people ha- the best holiday possible yeah, yeah completely and so what's your favorite thing about working in click and go and your team for me about the team it's the people mm. their passion their experience um i'm relatively new to travel in the in the grand scheme of things yeah. I've, I've been in travel for two years and i've come from a background of banking and insurance really really interesting stuff. very similar to travel <laughs> So for me, it was always a bit of a challenge to get my team really, really excited about, you know, the comprehensive car policy. Yeah, I'd say so. But I don't have that to worry about with these guys. They live, breathe, travel, Mm. you know. And what's your favourite thing working in travel for the past two years? Well, this this isn't too difficult. To be <laughs> it's <honest>. travel, <laughs> full stop. Yeah, it's the perks. It's the sampling of the product. Um, I suppose. Oh, look, I'm in a really, really lucky position. Um, where I do get offers and and invites to, to sample different different products. In the last twelve months, I got to spend four days in Disneyland. Yeah, you were just there when I started. Yeah, that was really tough for me. I'd say that was a really hard work trip. (laughs) Um, So look, that was amazing. You get time to spend with other people in the travel industry. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, talking to your colleagues, you know, other peers in the industry. Um, and then spending time sampling the product. Again, I can feed back to the team, give all the tips, let them know if anything has changed since the last time they have been there. And, you know, the more knowledge we have as, as a group and as a sales team, the more powerful we are and, and, and how we're able to, to help so. customers. Exactly, yeah. Very good. And now for the more away from work questions. What has been your kind of aha or eureka moment, either in work or life or just in general? I, I suppose it's a bit twofold. I, the the thing that's most um, important to me now is when I realised that I'd spend way too much time in work not to be happy in mm. work. <laughs> so that's really, really important to me. Um, if I find that I am waking up every morning dreading going somewhere, I, w- I wouldn't stick around, yeah. you know, and I've been really, really lucky in all my previous jobs where um, that hasn't that hasn't got to that. Mm. Um, and now I'm super lucky to be working in the, in the travel industry. So what's a non-negotiable in work and life? I suppose definitely having the work life balance is one. Yeah, work life balance is one. But outside of that, there's not much that's not negotiable in my mind of figured out you kind of have to be open to mm. negotiation in most things yeah. or you know um I like to be open minded in work around trying new things or open to new ideas um especially where the team are concerned you can't keep doing the same things all the time yeah you, know, you, you have you to do, innovate a bit you do have to innovate um 
you know, you have to take on board people's opinions that are, again, working with customers, mm. hearing things. So I'd like to think that there's, there's everything's on the table to be discussed. Very good. Uh, how many hours of sleep do you need, seeing as you've uh, so many things to do during the day yeah. to have your mind in tip-top shape? Yeah, I, I actually do tend to go to bed quite early. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, um, really... I would say I have to have eight hours. My sister, like she could, she could survive on four or five hours. And I often ask myself how we're even related. I suppose that comes from having a kid as well. Yes, I don't know how. Possibly. I babysat for one weekend and I needed possibly. so many naps afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and my sister is older than me and she um, didn't sleep as a baby. Yeah. And then I came along and my mom said she used to have to check if I was still alive sometimes because oh, really? she was worried because I slept so much so I haven't really changed that pattern that much into my into my adult life so and sleep is essential yeah. <laughs> and who inspires you I would have to say the women in my life um my sister she's a single mother mm. um holding down a full-time job you know a child as well it's, it's not it's not easy mm-hmm. um, and then my girlfriends um, I have five pals we have been there's six of us all together we've been friends since school um, they're all really successful like in really really high powered jobs owning mm-hmm. their own businesses um, managing huge teams accountants recruitment all different kind of sectors plus they're all mums as well oh, wow. and we always make a point of supporting each other and if there was ever anything I'm worried about in work, I know there's always somebody on the end of a WhatsApp group probably. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like most can, friend, friend groups. <laughs> and I can run things past or say, have you come across this or, you know, what would you do? Mm. Where you can kind of bounce things off. A nice other. little support system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's really important to have. Very good. And uh, I didn't get to do this with Paul last week, but we have a quick fire questions for oh, you. No, I wasn't prepared. For I this. know, I didn't tell you about this part of it. So, no. super quick. First one that you think of, Disney or Pixar? Disney. Nice car or nice home interior? Nice home interior. Summer or winter? Summer. Dawn or dusk? Dawn. Giving or getting presents? Giving. Starter or dessert? Both. <laughs> The full three courses, please. <laughs> Tea or coffee? Coffee all day long. <laughs> night in or night out? Um, night out, I'd have to say. Get glammed up. Yeah. <laughs> Beach or pool? Beach. Texting or talking? Talking. That wasn't too yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you very much for letting me interview you. Thanks for having me. Hopefully I'll be back again. Oh, without a doubt. Stephen is back with his top travel tips this week. If you didn't hear last week's episode yet, he's a product executive on our product team working closely with Patina. He has um, almost more years of travel experience than I've been alive. Thank you. (laughs) Just to make you feel nice and old. And his inkling can go for nearly four years. So what are your top tips this week? (laughs) Thanks for that introduction. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Different way to introduce it this week. The the few tips I'm going to give this week are how to get the best value and deals 
with click and go. Okay, brilliant. Okay. So the first one is we have what's called a deal finder. Mm-hmm. This is found in the special offer link on our main uh, menu Navigation. on our on our homepage. Mm-hmm. And this is where you can find cut to the chase and get to the best prices in the best dates. So so basically if you you go onto our our homepage, you will find the special offers link. Go in there you put in, you can choose any destination, you can choose any city, you can specify if the destination of the city that you want to, to search for, you can search for date periods, you can search for, you know, the first two weeks in November or the first two weeks in January, or, and it'll highlight the cheapest prices for those particular times. So it really is handy to cut to the chase to stop you blind searching, looking for it takes it, a lot of time out of the process. It absolutely does. It'll then specify. So you can then, once you know where the cheapest dates are from the results, you can then do a general search mm. and then and then find exactly what you want, knowing that the date that you found in Deal Finder is the cheapest date of the flights. So that's where that's really handy tip. Second one is the famous one euro deposit. Ah, yes. It does exist. People think that it doesn't exist. It absolutely does exist. You can book a family holiday, a couple's holiday, a city break for one euro deposit per person. There's a few small criteria, nothing, <laughs> nothing too serious whatsoever. And the amount of people that, that love this and use this year on year on year mm. is, is amazing. They have to be Aer Lingus flights. OK, so the flights that you choose, they've got to be Aer Lingus. Mm. Once they're Aer Lingus, the one euro deposit per person will apply. Once you're booking, outside of 10 weeks of departure. So it can only be 10 weeks from the day that you're booking. But yeah. once, you're, once you're booking outside of 10 weeks, you're fine. And then after the one year deposit, how does payment work? The next amount is then due either your balance, if it's, if it's coming up with, with the 10 weeks, mm-hmm. or four weeks time from the day that you book. And that's another 150 per person, second deposit, as we call it. So for example, if you're booking for you know, we're, we're now in September and you're booking for next July. Mm. You'll pay one euro deposit per person if you're booking today for a departure, say, to, to the Algarve. Yeah. Next July, you pay one euro deposit per person. In four weeks' time, another 150 per person is due. And then 10 weeks before you go, which is next May or whatever it will be, the balance will, will, will come off the card. It's, it's due then. So it makes it really affordable for people to plan their holidays in advance and get it budgeted in. Absolutely. You you picture the middle of the month, you see a great deal on Deal Finder and you, you want the book, but you're looking at your bank account going, mm. I can't really afford whatever the deposits are with everyone else. You just give us the one euro deposit and in four weeks' time, that balance will, will, will be due and you can give us 150 per person. Perfect. So it really is a great, and it does exist mm. as all our clients who are travelling with us for all the, the last eight years will be able to tell. Okay, so ju- just to clarify, once you pay us the one euro deposit and, y- and your booking is done, we book and pay for your flights up front and you're then booked and, and committed to the holiday. So you, you are committed to the booking straight off. Um, the next one is flight choices. Now, when you're searching on our website, a flight will come up. There will be, most of the time, plenty of other options. Sometimes people think that that is the only flight and that you're looking at the flight that we're given and that's the only flight. No, go onto the customise page and you'll see a little plus sign with more options. Click on that and in the drop-down box you will get 
all the different flights with all the different airlines, Aer Lingus, Ryanair, whoever it happens to be, you will see different flight times. Pick the ones that suit you. Some of them might be, you know, a little bit more expensive. Some of them might be the same price. But until you click that more options drop down box, that's when you will see the other flight prices and flight options. Yeah, I think only four are there by default and then you have to click to view and more. Exactly, yeah. You'll see then view more. So, so again, just click the view more if you want to see the rest of them. But there are tons of different flights on, on most destinations. So don't, you know, don't limit yourself to what you see in the, on the, the first search. Have a look for more. Brilliant. The next one is close to my heart because before I went into the product team, I was in the sales team and call the sales team. If you're in any doubt when you're checking online, just call the sales team. Like you've no idea the passion that these guys have, the experience they have, the knowledge they have. You know, ring them if you, if you want to. If you're not sure on something you're checking online, if you're not sure the resort or the hotel, or if you're not sure if, if what you're doing is right, if you want to, you know, look at private transfers and you mm. don't, you're not sure, ring the guys in sales. I've I've worked with them, and um, they are the most knowledgeable and experienced team that I've ever worked for. I think a couple of months ago when I was doing a blog post, I asked Orla what the kind of collective years experience in travel was on the sales <laughs> team. And she said something like over 120 years collective experience. Yeah. So they know their stuff. That was just before you were born, was it? Yeah. Just before <laughs> yeah. I was born, yeah. Just by a few months, you know. No, but honest, honest to God, they're, they're, such a, they're such a great team. And they've, they've been to all these places. At least one person will have been mm. to all these places. So if the person you happen to speak to you know, hasn't been where you're looking for, they'll put you on hold for a second. They don't speak to someone who has and, and come back to you 30 seconds later and go, yeah, just spoke to a colleague who's been there. So the the, the experience of, of these guys that they've seen the hotels, they've seen the resorts, they can give you little tips on, on restaurants that, they, that they've been to down there, you know, what to do, excursions to do. And Bel- believe me, they're a great team. And they're on the phone seven days a week if you need to talk to them. Seven days a week, nine o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the evening, 362 days a year. Brilliant. Yeah, make use make use of them because that's what they're there for. The final one is partly a tip, but it's also just to speak about the new Ryanair 10 kilo uh, baggage allowance that that they brought in. Everyone loves to try and keep up with Ryanair's (laughs) new rules, alright? I'm going to bring um, Sharon from our holiday support team, the manager from the holiday support team back in just to just to to, to go through this with us. Um, you'd be up more up on this turn than I would yeah. be. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's on the first of September. Ryanair Ryanair brought in a new um, a new rule on their uh, carry on bags and cabin baggage. So basically, from the first of November, you cannot bring your ten kilo bag down to the aircraft unless you've booked priority boarding. Now. Priority boarding is, you can book that easily. It's only eight euros to book it online. Strangely enough, to book a 10 kilo bag is 10 euros. So you're much better off with your booking your priority boarding. Um, If you by chance do end up taking your 10 kilo bag down to the gate, you will be charged 25 euro at the gate for that bag. And it will be taken off you and put in the hold and you'll still get your 25 euro charge. Um, The priority boarding and your seats can be booked directly on the Ryanair website once your booking is confirmed. Um, And it is probably important to note that anyone who's booked their uh, holiday and the Ryanair flights prior to the 1st of September, they will not be charged for taking that 10 kilo bag, but they must still do a bag drop. So I think for everybody just to remember, 
only the handbag goes on the plane okay, now. Yeah. And, Everything and, and else when they made the booking as well is important in that respect. It's very important mm. because if they've made the booking before the 1st of September, then they will get to do a bag drop at no charge. If they've made it after the 1st of September, then it's eight euros for a 10 kilo bag. And I, I, as I understand it, it's actually not too much more for a 20 kilo yeah, bag if you want well. to do a bag drop in that respect as well. Mm. So just remember, leave the bag at the bag drop and only take the handbag not, or a small not bag. Not down to the check-in desk. Do not take no it down to the check-in desk. No matter when you've made the booking. No. Don't try and chance it at the gate because no, you get a big no charge. No 10 kilo, no priority, no 10 kilo at the gate. Mm. And all these 10 kilo bags, bag rules um, have come in from the 1st of September. From the 1st of September. And they, they kick in from anyone departing after the 1st of November. Uh, that's right. Everybody. Sorry. Yes, across the board. So it's an important thing to remember and you don't want that €25 hit when you're about to board the plane. No, no one wants a surprise expense on their holidays. Perfect. So uh, that's the travel tips for this week, Eleanor. Brilliant. There's some great tips. Can't wait to hear what you have for us next week. So that's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. If you've listened this far, thank you very much. If there's anything you'd like us to discuss, let us know. Thank you to Bettina, Sharon, Orla and Stephen for coming in today. And if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, review, share and tell your friends. Next week, our episode will be Everything Cruise. So we'll have members from the cruise team in talking about cruises, busting some myths about cruises and giving you the lowdown if you think cruises aren't for you and why you should probably reconsider that and we'll also be interviewing one of our cruise team so until then goodbye